0: Let's get this revolution started. You're listening to the Compassion Revolution podcast. Each week, we'll be looking at love, compassion, courage and tenderness, and all the hard work of showing up to shape a compassion revolution. I'm Mary Freer, and there's so much more for us to learn. Let's dive in. Hello there. How are you? No, really. How is your heart? I hope it's feeling soft and tender and fully open to whatever is coming next for you. I've really been looking forward to recording this podcast, mainly because I wanted to say thank you. Thank you to people who are writing me the most beautiful little emails and sharing with me some of the things that they have taken away from our Compassion Revolution Conference that we held in September in Melbourne. Yesterday, I got the most beautiful email from Kate in South Australia. Kate's a nurse at Flinders. You'll know who you are, Kate, hello. And thank you for sending me this absolutely wonderful, insightful um, review of the Compassion Revolution Conference. And I really got to thinking, wow, there are so many things that people took away and actually started to build in their own place of work. I got really excited about that. So if you've been listening to this podcast, or maybe you've been to one of my compassion labs or you were at the conference, write and let me know what it is that you have taken away that you have started to creatively build and make your own so that we can all learn from you. Anyway, enough of all the thank yous. This is what I'm reflecting on over the last week. I've been reflecting on self-compassion. Actually, self-compassion and love and generosity. That's what's in my mind at the moment. I'm particularly interested in how we might include ourselves in the frame a little bit more. We get so very good at leaving ourselves out in the cold, forgetting that we need tending to. We can get all tangled up, really just forgetting. And so it had me thinking. And what I was thinking about, I was thinking about the first time that we travelled to the moon and turned the camera back and looked at the earth. So I went hunting to try and remember when that was, because it's quite an iconic shot. It's the very first time that we had ever seen the Earth from the outside. And it was in 1969, I think. I think it was Apollo 11. And the astronaut is up there in space. And all we have been thinking about is what is the moon like? So we become fixated on what is outside of ourselves. What is it like, can we live there? What's the soil like? Is there air? Do other people live there? Is it a new place that we can colonize and make our own? Could we live there? And then this astronaut did this really unusual thing and it was completely unprompted, but he turned the camera away from the moon and said, look uh, at the earth. And that was the very first time that we got to see the earth from the moon. And for him, it was a really revelatory experience to suddenly see home from outside of home. But as I thought about it, I thought about what is it like when we turn the camera on ourselves or when we turn the mirror towards ourselves. And suddenly we're in the frame and we see ourselves, maybe for the first time, from kind of outside. So I've been thinking about that. What is it like when we decide that we're going to include ourselves in the frame a little bit more? The writer, David Malouf, said that the further we get away from the body, the more everything starts to go wrong. And when I thought of that in relation to the little story about the moon, I thought, you know what, David, that's pure wisdom to me right now. So what does it mean to get further away from the body and how does it happen? That's what I've been wondering about of late. And I have to confess, I've been doing this incredible little online course with Jess Hewen, a Melbourne Buddhist teacher. So lots of kudos to Jess because her little course, which packs a powerful punch, has had me really thinking about these things in relation to myself. So we're born with this lovely fleshy body, you and me, whatever it looked like or whatever was included or missing, we had this powerful opportunity to know it without any judgment. You know, I think we've started to leave humans out in the cold in general. We've started to leave out what it really means to be a human. This lovely, fleshy body that we had and still have as much as we distance ourselves from it. And on a larger scale, we rely so much on measurement and machine that we start to forget what is real according to our own sense of a body in the world. If we treasured this being human, this being flesh and bone, I wonder what we would see differently. I wonder how we would connect with ourselves differently. I remember in a podcast just recently, I talked about Thich Han and how he says that Our heart is playing music and our lungs are playing music for us if we just listen to the rhythm. So I've been pondering on that again as well. And then I saw this thing about Leonard Cohen that had me wondering, and somehow I'm stitching all these things together. But I read about Leonard Cohen, and when Leonard Cohen wrote the song Democracy you might know the song it's like democracy is coming to the usa a very powerful song when he recorded it he left a number of verses out and they were interviewing um leonard and they were talking about these verses that he never included in the final recording and they asked him why and he said you know that he didn't want to start an argument with the song and he wasn't trying to convince people to do one thing or another and then he said this beautiful little line. He said what he really wanted was revelations in the heart. He wanted the song to create these revelations in the heart. And I thought that was so beautiful. And I wondered, what would it be like for us if we remember that we have this body, this flesh and bone and breathing body And we start to think about what little revelations could happen inside our own heart. These are kind of little acts of defiance, you know. Every time we begin to privilege the body over the machine. These are really defiant, powerful little things that I love. And I hope you will begin to make acts of defiance yourself. You might not be able to bring down a dictator but you could start a little project which is kind of about you and your body connecting with other people and their bodies. And it might be a little community project or something where we share with others. Anything where we act against the machine logic in defence of what it really means to be a human. The left-wing writer John Holloway He said this thing, he said that the way that we're going to achieve this, this connection to the body and this privileging of what it means to be human, he said that we had to create cracks in capitalist domination. But he also said that they were spaces or moments in which we live out our dream of being human. Spaces where we act as if human values and not market values predominate. That's what it is I want us to do. I want us to come home to ourselves and start creating these little spaces or moments where we live out the dream of what it means to be human. I want to finish by sharing something with you and it's something that Jess Hewan shared in her class and it's a little prayer that's written by a Buddhist teacher whose name is Reggie Ray and over the years I've kind of dipped in and out of some of the things that Reggie Ray writes. But this little heart prayer, it's called the heart prayer undertaking the journey. And I've been saying this each day and it's beautiful. I've collected a whole lot of little kind of prayers and incantations over the years. And this one I thought was lovely and I'm going to close by just reading it to you. This is what Reggie Ray says. He says, Being faithful to actual experience and not trying to override the boundaries, the limits, the obstacles, but including them and feeling whatever is going on. Relaxing the tension in the heart area and softening the armour, loosening the shackles and letting go of protection, all of it melting, opening the space of the heart and letting the space that has been opened become warm and tender and soft, almost sore in its feeling, and letting that tender space of the heart open, radiating out to the rest of the chest, and noticing if anything comes up, physical, emotional, in the space of this tender openness, and staying in the heart, not going up to the head, I undertake this journey. Until I talk to you next week, may you be well, may you be happy, and may you have a little revelation of the heart. This revolution, let's get it started. This podcast is a production of Freer Thinking, and our theme music is produced by Iris Latour on I Love You Let's Party. Let's get this revolution started. Subscribe to hear more about us at CompassionRevolution.care or drop us a line at podcast at CompassionRevolution.care. And if you'd like to leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And don't forget, generously share with your friends. Viva la revolution.